Welcome to episode two of the Authentic Life podcast. Today I want to talk about sharing our ideas with the people in our lives. So whether it's the idea to start a new job or maybe change cities or maybe to start a side hustle, whatever it is that you're thinking about doing that's really exciting and new right now, I want to talk about sharing those ideas with the people closest to us. And we've probably all had this experience where we have this new idea, we're thinking about doing it, we get super excited, and we share it with someone close to us. And instead of being as excited as we are, they react in kind of the opposite way that you're expecting. They aren't as excited or as supportive, and maybe they just kind of crap on your dream entirely. They tell you things like why they think it isn't a good idea, or maybe they list all the reasons that you shouldn't do it, or all the things that could go wrong, and they generally just rain on your parade. And maybe you left that conversation with them feeling kind of down because, first of all, they didn't react like you were expecting at all, and they didn't really understand your idea or why you wanted to do it. And so you may not even feel as close to them because you thought they would get it and it really felt like they didn't get it and they just sort of made you feel down about the idea. And for me personally, I have two distinct memories of this happening at different times in my life. So the first one, so the first time that I remember this happening very distinctly was when I was in high school. I was in grade 12 at the time and it was becoming that time of year where you started thinking about what you were going to do for the rest of your life. You started thinking about what you wanted to apply for when you were going to college or university. And so this example may be more applicable to the younger folks watching, but it may also resonate with people like me who can look back on these times in our lives and see how talking to someone about an idea may have totally shifted the direction of your life. So at this time, I had been playing around with the idea of going into graphic design after high school. And I can't exactly remember who I was talking to. I think it was an art teacher or like a substitute art teacher or maybe like a teacher's assistant or something like that. I don't really remember who it was. But I had told them that I had been thinking about going into graphic design and they immediately replied with, you will never make any money in graphic design. And that's a pretty scary thing for a 17 year old to hear. And at that time, I would say I wasn't like the most independent person or young adult. And I had generally always looked up to the adults and teachers in my life. And I wasn't at the point in my life where I saw this as simply someone's opinion, I saw it as almost like a fact or a truth in life. And I was very used to teachers and adults being the guides or being the point of truth or the people that had the right answers in life and people that had really, you know, guided me into how to live a good life or what to do in life or what is right and wrong. And so for me, that statement had a lot of weight in my own life. It really made me reconsider going into graphic design and I didn't actually go into graphic design. I ended up going into engineering. And so the first lesson here for me is 
to not give others so much weight in the decisions that you make for your own life. When you talk to other people about your decisions, just remember that they aren't right or wrong, that they are simply sharing their own opinion, their own take on the situation, and there's no absolute truth in life. And so in this situation, is it absolutely true that I would never make any money in graphic design? Of course not. But at the time, I was younger and I really took this as the truth and it was a scary thing for me to hear. And looking back on this, what I really can see now that I'm older and have more perspective is that what that person was really saying was something more like, you know, I had a dream too and I never really made the money that I wanted to in an art field or maybe they never made the money that they wanted to in graphic design in particular and so they can't see how I could ever do that and they don't want me to make the same mistakes that they think they made or maybe they don't believe in me because if they couldn't do it how could I and so that person is really going to come at it from the perspective of I don't want you to do this, I don't believe in you, I didn't do it for myself, and so I'm going to tell you that that just won't work. That career path, no money there. And the second lesson that I took from that interaction is that people can react from a place of their own unlived potential or maybe their own lost dreams. So like I said, maybe this person had a dream of being a freelance graphic designer and now they're like, uh, teacher or a teacher's assistant or something. I can't remember exactly what they were doing, but they weren't maybe living their dream of being an independent artist of some sort. And so when I shared this idea with them, I really triggered this lost dream or this unlived life of theirs. So moving on to the second time in my life that I can really vividly remember someone reacting poorly to a big decision in my life was about 10 years after this first example. So it was around when I was 27 and I was changing cities because I had just accepted a new job. And for context, the job that I was currently in, I had only started it about five months earlier. So I was five months into my current job and I had just accepted a new position where I would be quitting and moving cities. And I was pretty excited about this new job. I was really excited about the type of work that I'd be doing. It was an area that I had been wanting to kind of get into working in and an area that really aligned with my personal values. And I was also excited at the prospect of moving to a new city. And it was a city that I had always kind of romanticized or had my eye on and I had always thought, you know, it would be fun to live there for a year just to try it and just to see what it's like. And so that was finally coming true. And so I had been meeting up with a few of my old coworkers. They're kind of halfway between like mentors and peers. They were a little bit older than me, but we definitely were more along the line of peers than strictly mentors. And so I met up with one of them and they were super excited. They were like all in. They thought it was such a cool move, super supportive, all of that, right? Their reaction was exactly how I would have wanted someone to react to this news. And I met up with another one of these old coworker mentor peers and I told them the news as well. And their reaction totally took me by surprise because 
They didn't share in my excitement and they basically said things like, oh, you shouldn't job hop so quickly. You just started your current job. It's kind of a small industry and people are probably going to judge you for job hopping so quickly. And what will this potentially do to your career if people start to see you in this negative light? That definitely sucked. I was bummed. They didn't react in like the supportive way that I was hoping they would. And it didn't really seem like they understood my choices. And it just felt like raining on my parade with like a bunch of fear at the time. I don't know if I was like consciously aware of like how much fear is kind of behind all of these statements, but looking back on it, I can see it very clearly. And for me at this time, I was 27. I was definitely like a lot more secure in myself and my decisions as a person, as like an adult. And I had already accepted the job. I was already moving cities. This was kind of happening. And so their reaction wasn't going to skew me for those reasons. I was a fully formed adult. I was confident in making my own decisions and I was already committed to it. So there wasn't really any wiggle room anyways. And when I look at this, I can really see that these are just opinions or these are someone's own fears or someone's own limiting beliefs because their concerns weren't the reality of the situation. They weren't the full truth. Yes, it's true that some people may judge me or some people may think it's a bad career move or some people may think like, well, why would we hire someone who job hops like this? But there's also people that probably don't care at all. Or there's people that probably totally understand and are supportive and maybe are even a little envious of the fact that I'm brave enough to go after something that's going to make me happy, even if it makes me look kind of flaky and like I'm job hopping. And looking back on this situation again now, I also believe that this is maybe something that that person wanted to do for themselves, but they let all their fears hold them back. And I can see in what they said, like, you shouldn't job hop, what will people think, it's a small industry, this could potentially hurt your career. Those are all reasons why they might tell themselves that they shouldn't job hop. And I know at that time that this person was also in a relatively new position and maybe they weren't loving it either. And maybe they wished that they could job hop, but they stayed out of fear or fear of judgment or, you know, fear of looking bad in a quote unquote small industry. Maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe they were loving their new job, but maybe they simply subscribed to the societal idea that we have to stay at jobs for significant periods of time so that it looks good on our resume, so that it looks more hireable and so that we look less flaky to potential employers. And so the lesson here out of this particular situation to me is that people can react from a place of their own fears and their own limiting beliefs and how they talk themselves out of living a full life for themselves. And for me personally, I definitely see how this fear-based reaction is the most common reaction that I've experienced in my life growing up. And I think that these types of reactions are all too common when we tell those that are close to us when we're thinking of doing something new. We trigger their own fears, their doubts, and their own biases. 
They just want the best for us, but they may not know how to actually be supportive in these situations. These sorts of reactions, whether it's kind of fear-based or out of their own doubts or their own failures, were likely modeled to them by their own parents. And so they don't know how to react in a different way because that wasn't modeled to them. And I know these types of reactions can be so frustrating because you're excited and you just had this new idea and you're still in that like honeymoon phase almost with your idea, right? And you just want to shake them and say, can you just be excited for me for like one second before you launch into all the reasons why this could go wrong? Can we just have one second of enjoying this? I totally get that and I have been there so many times. So let's talk about what you can do instead. And this is where I'd really like to encourage you to consider pursuing your ideas before you tell people about them or consider committing yourself in some way before you tell people about your ideas. Like in my example, I was committed to moving cities. I was committed to this new job. I had accepted the offer and it was happening. And the reason that I say this is because even when we're excited about things, we always have our own doubts. We have our own fears and we have our own limiting beliefs. But right now when the idea is fresh, the excitement is kind of outshining those. But you are doing the work at this time of believing in yourself, of believing in your idea and staying excited and staying motivated. And so you don't need to add to that work by having to overcome the doubts and fears of someone else. You already have your own and you don't need to add their doubts and fears, which you may not have considered at this point, to your own list of things that you're already working through. And ask yourself, why do I want to share this information with someone in the first place? Is it maybe to gain approval or support or to help me feel better about my idea? Maybe you're seeking external validation that it's a good idea or that it's like the right move to make. And in that case, the work is to feel solid in your idea without needing external validation. So maybe that looks like focusing on why you were excited in the first place. Why do you think this is a good idea? How will you grow and improve as a person as a result of pursuing this? What's the payoff or happy outcome? How will your life improve by pursuing this idea? And focus on that and validate yourself and maybe you have to journal on it every day or some way keep reminding yourself of that. But focus on validating yourself rather than seeking external validation. And maybe you aren't seeking external validation and you're simply excited and you want to share your excitement with someone else and you just want to have that fun moment where they kind of cheer you on, pump you up, and they're just your cheerleader and it feels good to share with them. But just remember that people may not react the way you expect. Even when you feel like you know them, they may not react the way you're expecting. And so ask yourself, if I share this idea with this person right now and they react poorly, am I okay with that possibility? Am I super solid in this idea no matter what? Can I be excited if they aren't excited? 
And if you aren't 100% sure that that's how you'll be able to react or you'll be able to maintain your high vibration around this idea, then maybe hold off on sharing with them for now. And there's a popular quote that says, don't tell people your plans, show them your results instead. And so if you're considering something new and exciting right now, let that be enough. Just get to work, commit yourself, take the first couple steps, and once you're feeling good about it, you've got the ball rolling, you've got some momentum, maybe share your results with people instead of sharing your idea. And this whole conversation is another reason why I believe so strongly in coaching and especially working with a coach of your own or knowing how to self-coach yourself. Coaches know how to hold space for your ideas and your dreams without imposing their own fears, biases, or doubts onto the situation. Coaches have the training specifically to not project their own beliefs onto their time with you. Part of the job of the coach is to hold the belief in your dream and in your ability to make your dream come true. They hold the belief that you know what's best for you in your life. So if you have this idea, you have it for a reason. Coaches are able to see you as who you want to become. They see you as the person who already has this dream, who's already achieved the idea that you have in mind, and they don't see you as the person that you've always been. They don't have that doubt of like, oh, you're trying to do this? I don't know. I've kind of known you for 20 years. This doesn't seem like you. I'm just not sure if you can actually do this. This is a crazy idea. That's not what a relationship with a coach looks like. That's what it looks like with your friends and family. They're well-meaning, but they know you and they may have ideas about you. And when you try and change and grow, they may not be able to support that or accept that. And... They also may fear that you could fail. They don't want anything bad to happen to you. And so they focus on the fact that you could fail typically more than the fact that you could succeed. And friends and family are way more likely to interject with their own ideas or their own judgments on the situation or what they think is the right way forward instead of just letting you grow through this experience, to let you have your own process in this experience and to try it your way and to maybe fail and learn and then try another way. That's all the process and that's how you grow in life. It isn't from being told what to do or how to avoid all the mistakes. It's really through trial experience, trial and error, and experiencing things for yourself. That's how you make up your mind on things. That's how you grow as a person. And so you really want to make sure that you're sharing those ideas with people that can hold space for your ideas and who you want to become. So that's the episode. I really hope you enjoyed this and had some takeaways. I hope this has encouraged you to show your results rather than your plans. And I will see you in the next episode.